I'm a booger. I'm a booger booger. I'm a booger. I'm a booger 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 booger. Thank you for downloading this episode of I'm a Booker Booker, a novel podcast about books and the people who write them. An invisible enemy has turned our lives upside down. We now live in a world where a roll of toilet paper is more sought after than a first edition of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Where Karen from the internet is an instant epidemiologist and has a meme to prove it. Where smoking dacha is legal and going to work will land you a prison sentence. We travel into the heart of the lockdown to bring you Amabuka Booker, the Quarantine Chronicles. Author's lockdown. T minus 14. Judy Clippin is a Martha Beck certified master life coach who has received a lot of praise from her clients for transforming their lives from burnt out slump on the couch people to rearing to go executives. One client described Judy as her personal nanny McPhee, but much cuter. Judy is also the author of two books, Recover from Your Childhood, Life Lessons for the Adult Child, and Recover from Burnout. For some time, Judy has been waging a war against the scourge of burnout. And with South Africa being one of the world's most stressed out countries, she has had her work cut out for her. Today, the world is upside down. In a few short months, our lives as we know it have changed forever. Stress levels are next level. Welcome to I'm a Booker Booker, Judy. Can you please read us an extract from Recover from Burnout? Sure. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Um, I was looking through the book and trying to decide what would be the most appropriate um, thing to read. And I came across this section, which is called From Always On to Off and Off. If you're old enough, you may remember a time before smartphones, a time when work happened at work and when we left work, we left it. We'd get home in the late afternoon and know that we had hours of downtime stretching ahead of us. We could exercise, make a healthy supper using fresh ingredients that we would eat at the table with our families while actually having a conversation about how our days had been. Then maybe we'd all gather around the TV and watch a show together as a family. We'd go to bed at a decent hour, maybe read a chapter or two of our books, real books made of paper and ink, and then get a good night's sleep. In the mornings, we'd eat breakfast and then go to work and or school, again having conversations with each other on our travels, face-to-face conversations, not phone conversations. I'm deeply appreciative of modern technology, and I love my smartphone, computer, and Kindle. But what technology gives with one hand, it takes away with two or three others. Yes, we get to keep connected with friends from all over the world, Yes, we get to have literally hundreds of books on one tiny device. Yes, we can make phone calls to family and friends and colleagues while we're driving. And yes, our virtual connections are limiting our actual connections. No longer do we spend our evening commute leaving work behind while we drive towards home. Now we take work with us on the journey and into the destination. We make phone calls from the car. Sometimes we even send emails from the car. There's no time and space to put down our work persona so that we can pick up our private persona. There are no clear boundaries between our professional and personal lives anymore. Evenings and weekends now include answering emails, finalizing reports, and posting to social media. We look at our screens more than we look at each other. 
not only is our constant connectedness to our work in the outside world contributing enormously to our stress and feelings of being overwhelmed, it's also creating a disconnectedness from our lives and our inner worlds. We're on guard and ready for action all the time. At any given waking hour, most of us are multitasking at a frightening rate, often without even being aware of it. We're responding to emails, reading text messages, catching up on the news and surfing social media and the net while we're in meetings or writing reports or watching TV or eating meals or having conversations or driving, walking, exercising, even bathing. And it's not as if the news and social media are full of good stories and uplifting posts. More often than not, we're contaminating our minds and lives with horror stories told by horror mongers of crazed political leaders, climate change disasters, and other news of death, disease, destruction, and general discomfort. It's crazy. Constantly tuning into ambient messages and signals leaves us feeling frizzled and frazzled. It isn't natural or sustainable, yet so many of us seem to do it. We're constantly on alert, ready for action, waiting to do whatever is expected of us. To be always on is nice if you're a coffee shop or an airport, but pretty draining and exhausting if you're a human being. We need to learn how to flip the switch from always on to off and off. Sure. A whole lot of things came up for me. I mean, you described me sort of being um, stressed and always on. And I think times are on, on, and thank goodness that we have social media now. I was thinking as you were. Absolutely. I thought I'd just start with, you know, 10 years ago, you were an unhappy, chronically stressed, sleepless, seriously single, semi-employed consultant suffering from burnout. And yeah, you are calm, settled, a, a master life coach. How did your personal transformation take place? Well, burnout. Um, I think that burnout, as much of a scourge as it can be, is also an incredible gift. And if you take the opportunity that it presents to you to stop and slow down and rethink how you want to live your life, um, it really is an enormous gift. Um, and just to go back to that section that I just read, and I chose it quite um, mindfully that, of course, we're in a time now where, thank goodness for technology, otherwise we would really all be in a pickle being in lockdown. But it's also a warning that we need to use the technology that we have at our disposal in a very mindful way, because if we don't, and if we carry on kind of being always on to the news and everything that's going on around us, we are going to end this lockdown feeling much worse than when we began it. So like all things, we need to, we need to practice moderation with it. Um, but back to me, so <laughs> I hit a wall. I got real, I got really, really bad burnout. I was so totally exhausted that I literally could do nothing for a few weeks. And then from that came the impetus to change my life, to do the life coach training, to um, put in place a whole lot of tools and techniques and practice my coaching on myself and reach this point of calm and compassion towards myself as well as everybody else. So how do you know if you are suffering from burnout? 
Well, there are a whole lot of um, signs and symptoms. They start off relatively um, benign. So it might be that you're feeling a little bit more tired than usual, or you're waking up not feeling quite as rested as usual, or it's hard to summon up as much enthusiasm for things that used to feel exciting. Um, typically, one of the, the biggest giveaways is when we start to crave sugar, carbohydrates, caffeine, chocolate, um, because our body is 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 tricking us into believing that we need that um, that sugar or caffeine burst to keep us going. Um, as it progresses, we become more socially withdrawn. We become quite irritable, emotional. Um, we struggle to get out of bed in the morning, and that sense of meaning for things that used to feel so rewarding for us is being eroded more and more. And eventually, if it is left unchecked, um, burnout can can progress into all sorts of horrors like depression and um, diabetes because of our bad diet, heart disease, blood pressure issues. It really is a continuum. So now during this lockdown, there is the sense that we can switch off. But I suppose people can now have more than one job. You have to try and work. You have to look after your children. You have to worry about this pandemic that's sweeping across the world. Um, how do you kind of not burn out in a lockdown where you can't be socially active, where you can't or, or sort of physically socially active? Well, I think the, 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 the physically socially active is one thing. It's the actual physically active. That's another that I think people are really struggling with. Um, I think with burnout, the most important thing is to realize that it's about boundaries. And we get burnout when we don't have strong enough boundaries. So when we find ourselves doing all sorts of things that aren't good for us. And so this time during lockdown, it's really important to have and to put in clear boundaries in place and to, in as far as possible, establish some kind of a structure and, and a routine so that you are covering all of your bases. So you do your work for a couple of hours, you do the kids' work with them for a couple of hours, you maybe do some exercise for, an, for half an hour or so, um, you limit the amount of time you are being exposed to um, the news. I mean, obviously, for some people, it's their jobs to be exposed to the news, but to be discerning about the sources of news that we are exposing ourselves to and to really make sure that there's also downtime to, to just be a person and to, you know, hang out with the kids just because, or to, if you have, if you're lucky enough to have a garden, just go and sit in the garden and feel the sun on your face. Um, we really do need to put little ring fences around all the different responsibilities that we have to do now so that they don't blend into each other because then you know you get into bed at 10 or 11 at night and you actually can't remember what you've accomplished during the day because everything has been so intermingled. Who for you would be the most stressful person to be in lockdown with? Hmm. <laughs> That's a brilliant question. A particular person or a sort of a person? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I, you don't have to name names, but um, it might be helpful. I think that being in lockdown, lock, yeah, I think there are a couple of people that would be stressful to be with. Obviously, somebody who is very um, angry or very not dealing with their own emotions and is scary, that would be stressful. But I think that just from a um, you know, more, more from a, 
uh, emotional um, comfort point of view. I think somebody who just wouldn't be able to put down stuff and who wants to be busy all the time and who needs to be listening to the news all the time or cleaning all the time or just being busy all the time. That for me would be extremely uncomfortable. Which author would you choose to be in lockdown with? I have to say, I think it would be Martha Beck because I just find her so completely hilarious as well as really clever and 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 intuitive. Yeah, so Martha Beck. And is there anything that you miss about this time in lockdown? It's such a middle-class problem, but I really miss walking my dogs. <laughs> I miss walking my dogs and I miss getting together with my extended family for, for regular weekly suppers. Um, yeah. So now we're going to play you the sound effects. Rorschach test. Yeah, that for me was a memory of going to see Nick Rabinovitz at the at the Civic Theatre and the um, the response of the audience at the end of his set, which was just completely hilarious and and the, and the sheer appreciation from the audience of being taken on a journey where they could just laugh and laugh at themselves as well as at him wow when i was little we used to live um just down the road from a church in Parktown and every Sunday morning I used to lie in bed and I would hear the church bells ringing and it is such a for me it's such an evocative sound and always such a happy sound um it really I do for some reason love that sound of church bells and now during lockdown when there's been so much less traffic there's a church quite far away but sometimes um and at midday um every day and in the evenings I can hear the church bell and it really makes me feel very contained and safe to hear that sound. Huh, that for me took me straight back to my office at university at the university when I was working at Wits and um in the job that I loved very much, but that sent me into burnout and that it felt, it sounded like the ringing of the, of the telephone and in the olden days when we used to have landlines <laughs> and it actually gave me a bit of a feeling because it just took me back to that feeling of being completely overwhelmed and stretched and too many people and too many things needing my attention. When I was little, we used to, as all good Jewish families do in South Africa, go down to Musenberg for our December holidays. And my mom used to go with the kids on the train because she was terrified of flying. And my dad used to drive. And that just reminded me of those trips on the train overnight, going to Cape Town, coming back from Cape Town. Um, what a, yeah, it was a, a, a really special time to spend on the train. I loved, I loved those train trips. I really, I, I wish that I could do another one. Thanks, Judy. Um, look, finally, um, is your book available to be bought as an ebook? Yes, it is. They're both actually available to be bought as an ebook. They're available on Amazon, on Kindle, and also directly through Kindle. Okay, great. Perfect. Great. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks. And look after yourself and your family and keep well. And, and thank you. you. <laughs> All right. Be well. Yes, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to I'm a Booker Booker, the Quarantine Chronicles, live from the lockdown. 
You can subscribe to I'm a Booker Booker on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a Booker Booker is produced by Jonathan Anser and Dan Dews and brought to you by Books Live in collaboration with Multimedia Live. Authors who would like to be featured, email jonathan.anser at gmail.com. I'm a booger. 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 I'